This sermon is brought to you by Shofar East London. Together, living out the fullness of Christ. We hope you enjoy this message. So it's a privilege to bring a message to you this morning that I really felt the Lord laid in my heart. But I want to start by asking, when or how does a natural moment, our everyday life moment, becomes a supernatural moment? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought if these moments do exist in our life? You see, we, we often think that they don't exist because we don't know what they look like. And that is our experience this morning. We, we can't make the supernatural happen, but we know Jesus can. And we're going to explore that this morning. We're going to explore what a God moment looks like. We're going to explore what a natural moment, what your everyday life-giving moment is, what, when it becomes transformed into a supernatural explosion of light into, a dark, into this dark world. Do you want to hear more about that? Amen. Let's go for it. So for, you, for those of you that don't know me, I'm, uh, I was born again in 2015 and uh, in Shofar in Swakopmund, and I was on fire for the Lord. In that year, to, years to come, if, uh, up to 2016, I was at every service welcoming every single person. I would ask you, if, where do you serve and what small group are you in and are you saved? That was the three questions you could expect from me at every single service. There wasn't a place where I didn't serve. So in 2016, my daughter was about eight or nine years old. And uh, she was the privileged one of being the only granddaughter at that time. So with that comes a few privileges of getting all the full nail polish bottles or half full bottles from grandma and my sister-in-law and my wife whatever they didn't want they passed over to her so the good dad that I tried to be was allowing her from time to time to paint my toenails and my fingernails okay and um, normally this would happen on a Sunday afternoon so dads if you want your daughter's face to bright up don't just do the normal nail polish, but do the smarty one. Okay, so that brightens, that you, you'll be the hero of the day. So in this case, it's Sunday afternoon, and uh, I would, after church activity, uh, I would go and relax a bit on the couch. You know, we stayed in Swakop, so it was a lovely holiday atmosphere. So Sunday afternoons, we would relax on the couch, and then I would just hear the little nail polish bag come up and it's like dad can I paint your toenails I'm like yeah let's go for it and uh, because I do I couldn't care and I did it it's my time with her so this special playtime started happening on Sunday afternoon and then we sort of I fall asleep and around afternoon time around five six o'clock things would start getting busy in the house it's getting dressed for the for for bed uh, we would do our Lunch boxes, back school bags, and everything. So that would sort of continue into the night, and everyone would go to go sleep. 
But this particular Monday morning, I had to go to the bank. So my privilege of living in a holiday town was I could wear flip-flops, shorts, and a shirt. Okay, that was me. Monday morning comes, it's, a, it's, it's haywire in that house. We just get everyone ready. I've got to be first in line at the bank because Auntie Fika is calling me. Do you know Auntie Fika? Yes. So she called me and said, listen, I need you at the bank. All right. So I've got my stack of documents equipped with my one book called Multiply. Guess why? We want to multiply. And uh, I was on my way to drop the kids off, and then I went to the bank. So getting into the bank, people started looking funny at me. Okay. I just don't know why. But I went up to the business section, and I had took a seat there and prepared for this morning. It was going to be a long morning, so I prepared for this morning. I sat down, and I'm like, right, start reading my book. And it wasn't, wasn't long before I hear the first conversations about my toenails. So these people were sitting sort of two, two uh, seats up from me, and I'm like, they're they like, and I could hear the conversation going along, and they will never allow it. I'm like, lean over. It's like, hi, guys. This is special time with my daughter. This is what a happy child looks like. So we get into this conversation about um, toenails, and I specifically remember the one lady said, yeah, her dad is in hospital, and I think that's the only time that she managed to paint his toenails because he couldn't move. Uh, So she took that opportunity. But amazing enough, this in, in this conversation, none of us, I was nowhere near a conversation about the gospel yet. We are expectant. So in between this conversation and my toenails, a lady from the police service walks in. And she sort of looks around and she's like, listen, who is next in line? My hand goes up. Obviously, didn't look at my hand, but look at the toenails. And there was a connection point, so we started having conversation. He asked, listen, I've, I've got this desperate situation. My bank accounts are frozen. I need to speak to the business teller, but I see you are going to take a lot longer than I am. And the good Christian that I, I want to be and I am, I let her go in front of me. But before she could get to the teller, she had to sit next to me. And, and I remember I read something in this book. And I looked over to her, and I, we had a bit of a conversation, and I shared something from Multiply, and it was all good. But then something happened. Have you ever had this sort of uncomfortable but yet satisfying feeling in your, in your, on your inner side, on, the, on your, in your heart? So I felt this bit of words come to mind that I've got to ask this lady to pray for her. Right there in the bank. You've got to remember the painted situation. So immediately I started reasoning away why I shouldn't do this in my own heart. So this is my mind speaking to my heart. My heart says, yes, we've got to pray for this lady. My mind says, no, too many people. It's a public space. All right, we don't do that. And sitting there, I thought I'd reasoned this feeling away, but it didn't. And as I was, I was leaning, I, I grabbed all the courage together and I leaned over to this lady. I said, listen, I just feel that I have to pray for you. And she's like, yeah, sure, no worries. You can do it softly. You don't have to pray out loud. And I'm like, yes, that's a victory for me. 
And I sat back and I opened up my book, but the book just closed immediately because this, this pressing feeling in my heart didn't. I, I really feel that I've got to pray for you and you've got to hear me. So this lady, a bit uncomfortable, she allowed me to pray for her. And I prayed and I was like, wow, I did it. Open up my book, I read again. She leans over to me after a minute or two. She says to me, listen, I want to give you the station commander's number. We have a parade every Wednesday morning, and I'd love you to come and do a devotion for us at some time. All right. I'm like, cool. Wouldn't be a problem. Every opportunity is good for me, you know. One opportunity can change the community. That's great. So... I phoned the station commander that next week, set up a meeting with him, go to his office, invites me back the next Wednesday. I get there, guess what he says? We want you here every Wednesday. So for the next year and a half, I ministered to the police force every single Wednesday morning at their parade. What a moment, eh? Amen. This was a fantastic God moment for me. A God moment because of that one moment that I had. A prayer that initiated something greater. God used my toenails, a conversation with the person next to me. And it stirred a whole ministry into progress. So we've been talking about the gospel and all its glory over the past few weeks. The urgency of sharing Jesus' love and His story and His saving grace to those around us. And we want to continue this morning with that story by saying that whether you have pink toenails or smarty color ones, whether you're buying somebody a coffee, whether you're cycling with somebody, playing squash, golf, you're at the school office meeting. It's ordinary ways. How are you positioned to, to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? To act on that and to allow for that God moment to explode into a light-giving and life-giving moment and be transformed into a supernatural moment. So we're thinking, maybe you're thinking, what is a God moment? Who of you have ever experienced one? Yeah. A few hands going up. Good. So I don't even need to say this, but I'm going to in any case. So for those of you, a God moment for me is this weird, uncomfortable moment, but yet satisfying. It's super uncomfortable, but yet so amazing. It's that soft voice but yet a divine moment or appointment at a specific time in a specific place. You ever heard the words, right time, right place? Wow, just there. So it's when the natural, where we are, becomes the supernatural. Do you see it happen? It's there. And we see this light rise up from this side, and that's a supernatural moment. See, I, I believe it's God unleashing His kingdom to us who are willing vessels. All right. 
See, he doesn't really need us, but he loves to partner with each one of us. He loves to partner with you and with me to make these moments happen, to bring life-changing moments into everyone's lives, into people in front of us, around us, and to bring life-changing moments into their lives. The thing is, we need to position ourselves in his flowing river. Are you with me? Amen. So, I have to be honest, I've missed a few of these moments in my life. And it might have been because a few of them was just purely disobedience. All right, I did repent from that. But purely disobedience because I didn't want to do it, it was uncomfortable. But the other side of it was more in the line of, I didn't hear it. Because my, my world was, my life was cluttered with worldly things. I didn't understand or hear the voice of the, of, of the Holy Spirit. I didn't understand that feeling that was enlightened in my heart. Because I, was, I filled my life with worldly things. And we often miss these moments. And then we don't realize we've missed it. So there was this one time that I went to the gym. And really I did go to the gym. Believe it or not. But there was this one time I went to the gym and I was on the, uh, on the cross trainer and I was running very hard, couldn't breathe, and I get this feeling again. So this feeling starts working in me and the next moment I see a picture. I see this amazing vision of a brown table. I see uh, two sets of documents and two pens and when you sign, when this, this document is signed, there's a road or sort of a cobbled stone road leading this way and the same for the other side. And each of them has a different outcome. One is a short-lived one, uh, works of gratitude, and the other one is a long uh, investment of a fortune that will come, and, and fortune in the right way. So my attention is drawn to a guy in front of me on the treadmill. So this is Jim, again, public space. What am I thinking? What is going on? So I get off and I walk over to this guy and I said to him, listen, I don't know whether you believe, but I do believe I have a word, a message from the Lord for you. So I walk up and I say to him, listen, I feel that you've got a choice you've got to make in, in certain such, uh, business decisions. Here's the one choice. Here's the other choice. God bless you. And I go back and I get on, it, on the crosswalk and I go with my business. I saw the guy for five minutes and then I never saw him again. But what did it do? I activated faith. It, it realized that I had to step out in faith because of that uncomfortable moment. So as I stepped out, you know what happened? It made me want more. There was a good feeling in that. All right? And that's what I wanted. So I want us to say the following this morning. That when I step out in faith, God ignites, or God steps in and ignites me. Right? So that, that should be a declaration, a powerful declaration this morning to you. That you can say that when I step out in faith, everyone say it. When I step out in faith, God steps in and ignites me. So God moments is a faith activator for me. It allows us to, to propel forward and want more. You see, we need these God moments 
to stir our faith. We need them to unlock faith in other people's lives. To give them uh, that opportunity for God to birth something new in their lives. To let God's kingdom come. Do you want that? Would you like more of that? So imagine this. What happens when an atomic bomb goes off? It creates chaos. It destroys everything in its path. And the after effect is devastating. But in the same way, I do believe that when these God moments happen in our lives, when one of us apply faith, we step out, that there's a spiritual atomic bomb that explodes in the spiritual realm for the enemy. And it creates chaos for him. That's how powerful a God moment is in the spiritual realm. You see, every time that we step out, that explosion of life takes place in the natural for this person because that person's life has changed. But it's a heaven come down to earth moment. It's powerful that the, the, the power of darkness in people's lives disappear. That's what this moment creates. And it creates an opening for God to do the supernatural in our lives. The enemy doesn't like it because it's devastating for him. But it's life-giving for the person, the believer, and the receiver. And that's what we want. We want more of these God moments. But the, the thing is, how do we transform now, or how do we position ourselves? How do we go from being natural into the supernatural? How do we move into that place? You see, we have life every day. You work, you play golf, you go do squash, you do cycling, you drop your kids at school, you have coffee with a friend. There's so many everyday opportunities. You sit in business meetings. How do we move? What do I have to do to move from that ordinary place into the supernatural? And that's what we're going to unpack now. We're going to build a bridge. We're going to build this bridge where the ordinary will be transformed into the ordinary. It's something that we, we would want once we are done here. Because all of us need this. We don't know it, but our spirit longs for it. And we want that. See, the thing is, I, I believe this, the force of this explosion, this life-giving explosion of a God moment, is a catapult into multiple God encounters to follow. How hungry are you and I for it? Okay. And one such moment in the Bible is in Luke 8. So if you have your Bibles open, you can go to Luke 8 verse 44. And it says, this is a story of the woman that touches the fringe of Jesus' robe. And I just want to point your attention to verse 3 of 44. And highlight three key things there. It says, coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. And immediately the bleeding stopped. All right. So there's three keys in this one scripture that we're going to unpack that I believe will allow and move us into the supernatural. Allow God to move us into the place of bringing, making the natural become the supernatural. 
And the first one is positioning. So I want to highlight the three, and then we're going to unpack them. So first one is positioning. See, positioning is this woman was behind Jesus. But we are in him through faith and through the Holy Spirit. The second thing is opportunity. So when we position ourselves, there's an opportunity that will follow. She was able to touch the fringe of his robe. For us, are we available for the Holy Spirit to use us? And then the last thing is seize or embrace the moment. Immediately, she was healed. And for us, one opportunity can change a community. So let's unpack it. Do you want more God moments in your life? Let's say it. I want more God moments in my life. Yes, amen. Right, so the first one is positioning. So let's look at positioning. If there's one thing I've discovered over the past few years, and specifically during the past few months, is that if I'm positioned in the man-made waterfall of life, that's the worldly stuff, it will crush me and it will bring me down. But if I'm positioned in the waterfall of Jesus Christ, of his love, of his saving grace, of who he is in my life, then I will fill up from the inside and an overflow will continue to lead out of me. Okay? So this woman was desperate. This woman was desperate to be healed. And all she needed was just this one encounter. She knew about Jesus. She knew about him healing people. And she, because she obviously heard it. And she decided that, listen, I've got nothing to lose. So what happened? By believing in Jesus as the healer, she stepped out in faith. And she made an effort to touch him. And that healed her immediately. It released a supernatural healing power. But many of us believe in Jesus in general. See, we have to, the, the difference is that when we apply faith and we believe in Jesus as our Savior, as the one that can transform one person's life into a supernatural encounter and change that person's life, We see the God moment happening. All right? We, have to believe, we, we should apply our faith in everyday situations. We position ourselves in Him. We have to believe that God can use me. See, this woman was deemed unclean in the eyes of society. If any person were to touch her or she were to touch any other person, they would become unclean. So Jesus and his disciples were on their way to one of the rulers, Jairus's house, ruler of the synagogue. Um, he, they were on their way to his house to, to, to go and pray for his sick daughter. And on this way, imagine, just think, Jesus had followers by the thousands. And people were pressing up against him. And there's this one moment where Jesus stops and he says, listen, who touched my 
Who, who touched my garment? Who touched me? So imagine the, the disciples and what they felt and what they lo- what, when, when they heard this and like, Jesus, what are you on about? There's many in this crowd. Many have touched you. But there was one key element there. One key that Jesus knew what was happening. So the key is positioning ourselves in the natural. And that is when you talk to somebody, when you have coffee, your office meetings, you go and cycle with friends, you go and play in the park with with other families. There's, There's many everyday opportunities that we have. And we position ourselves to be set up by the Holy Spirit and to be used to ignite a supernatural moment. So this woman in the same breath had positioned herself behind Jesus. See, we, need to, we have to pursue the full power of the Holy Spirit in our lives that is available to me and you. And we can only recognize the moments when we know what the Holy Spirit sounds like in our lives. When we, are in, when we know what, how He reveals to me and to you in a specific way. I love this part in Ephesians where Paul writes in Ephesians 1 verse 13. He says that in Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So everybody say, in Him. In Him, him, you also. And Paul is sort of reiterating the the spirit that, that the hidden secrets to spiritual blessings and the unlocking of our faith is in Christ. And we are talking about positioning ourselves to be set up for God moments. And these, this positioning is first we have to believe by faith we are in Christ. You don't have to come in or do things or work yourself towards that. By faith, by believing in Jesus, you are in Him. Positioning yourself under the waterfall. So by faith, we are in Christ, and thus being positioned in Him, we are owned and protected. So that's why we can step out in faith, because we are owned and we are protected. And I, I just love how, how this moment, how, uh, how an everyday moment, where Paul reiterates this and he says that in Him, and it made, made me think, you know, when we apply our faith and we partner with the Holy Spirit. We position ourselves for God to use us and transform that conversation, that coffee uh, date that you have with somebody, that office meeting, that waiting for your, your child at the school, in the school parking lot, where he can transform that everyday situation, transform it into a life-giving God moment. We have to apply faith and a partner with the Holy Spirit. So where was this woman positioned? 
She touched Jesus because she was positioned behind him. In his shadow. Close to him. And because of that, she was able to touch him. Because of that, it revealed the healing power. She received supernatural healing instantly. And that is when heaven meets earth. That is what we all want. So let me ask you this morning, where are you positioned? Are you under the man-made waterfall? Or are you under the waterfall of life? So I do understand that life is difficult. And with the current situations that we face, you know, we, we, we have COVID and then you throw on top of that, you throw in family, friends, work, everything, children, family life. You just throw that in. And then somewhere in the middle, you've got to find time for spiritual life. Okay, so I do understand that. But I want to encourage you this morning. I really want to encourage you to, to really press in, to position yourself under the waterfall of life. And here's the thing. You just have to believe that he is in you and you will be positioned in God. He uses that natural moment, the here and the now, and he transforms it into a supernatural moment. And it's a simple thing as being available and ready in the, in the supermarket, the person standing in front of you, the teller receiving you. There's so many opportunities. I probably would have missed my opportunity in the bank if I wasn't positioned correctly in that time. So position yourself by applying faith and believing that you are in Him and that you will have God moments every single day day so the practical of positioning is how how do we do it so first we believe that we are in christ then if we are positioned under the waterfall we receive from worship we receive from devotional time and we receive from prayer time with the lord And what is the outflow of that? The outflow of that is because we are positioned in Him, we are full of Him, and the flow will continue, and then we become expectant. And that's a moment where you, expectation is you you wait. You listen, you've asked now, because you are full of it, full of the, the grace of the Lord, and you know that next moment. So you wait for it. You wait for it. You're expectant. You sit every opportunity, every moment. You positioned yourself so you're ready. You wait, and you wait, and boom, it's there. It's really easy. Everybody say, it's easy. easy. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. Another opportunity, positioning yourself. We've got a life encounter that's happening in a week's time. If you want to get a refresher of the Holy Spirit, maybe get a better understanding of how He speaks to you. Infilling, that's your place. Position yourself. Or, in this case, it was SOS Healing Weekend, but we've changed that now to Life Encounter. 
if you're disconnected, if there's a disconnection that needs to t- a, a reconnection that needs to take place, some of the things that, that clutters you that you don't understand, the E4, the encounter for encounter, life encounter, um, and the freedom encounter is the next place to be in two weeks' time. So what you're going to do is you're going to do next week, you're going to do life encounter. Then you're going to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Then you're going to go to freedom encounter. You're going to be freed up. And then we're ready for life explosion moments. All right. So let's make a declaration quickly. I am in him. And he is in me through the Holy Spirit. In him, the natural explodes into the supernatural. Amen. You ready? So now we've positioned ourselves. So you're still following? Yes. Good. So now we are positioned because we are under his waterfall. We are in him. And now we need to grab the opportunity. Now we need to understand what the opportunity is like. So I can't count. If if we have to stay here today and, and talk about the many opportunities I've missed in my life, we would be here all day long. But... One that I didn't miss, thank goodness, was I married my wife. I get to know and I married her. Thank goodness for that. And it still continues today. What a blessing. But one opportunity can change a community. You're going to hear that. And you're going to know that. You're going to believe it today. So for you today is that you should believe that that one opportunity can really change a community. And that we have an opportunity every single day. But here's the good news. Don't feel condemned or ashamed if you've missed one opportunity. Because that's what the enemy wants to come and do. He wants to tell you, you missed it. You're bad. You didn't hear the voice of God. No, absolutely not. God invites you to partner with him, to have an opportunity every single day. When you've missed one today, he will renew it the next day. Or the next moment. We do not have to feel ashamed. So you have to believe and take up your place for the next opportunity. And position yourself, because we are positioned in him. That if you missed it now, there's another one tomorrow. You've got to believe that there's another one. Say, I believe that there's another opportunity for me. Amen. Amen. So this woman that pursued Jesus saw an opportunity and she took it with both hands. The opportunity changed her life. It gave her freedom. It transformed her because she was redeemed by God. Isn't that beautiful? She was redeemed by God. And this was a divine moment for her. And her testimony would explode into a multitude of life, of people that would give their life to Christ. That is what a God moment is. That is what opportunity is. You see, I believe that part of the purpose of these God moments is that people come to Christ. That people get saved. That people's faith gets stirred. 
There's another great story in, in Jesus' walk. And we're going to go to John 4 now. So this is where Jesus and his disciples were walking down to Samaria. They got there. Jesus waited at the well. And his disciples went in and to, to town to buy some food. So the Samaritan woman comes up. And I just see the picture. Jesus sitting this woman comes up, and he asks her for water. And there's a conversation that starts. So what happens is Jesus already partnered with the Holy Spirit here. He allowed the Holy Spirit to fill him, and he had knowledge about this woman. He understood some, some things of where this woman came from. And as he, allowed, he, he spoke to her, and he revealed to her who he was, in the process, she discovered who he was. And what happened? She ran back into town. She, she, she called everyone and said, I've met the Messiah. They came running out. They asked him and the disciples to stay for another few days. And then this happens. And John 4.42 says, Then they said to the woman, Now... We believe, not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the Savior of the world. See, that one opportunity really changed a community. That one testimony drew a community out to Jesus and they all got saved. They were able to hear for themselves. Because of one opportunity, one person that was touched by Jesus. A true God moment that changed this community. So John, Jesus says to, in, in John 10, 27, he says, My sheep hears my voice. I know them and they know me. You have to believe that you hear the voice of God. When you are positioned in him, in his flowing river, you have the ability to hear his voice. And because you hear it, there's opportunity every single day. So let's make this declaration. You're going to do a lot today. Every day is an opportunity because I hear the voice of God. Remember, I spoke about that feeling, that pressing. That's sometimes what God speaks to, how he speaks to me. I want to encourage you to, to pursue that. But, but here's the thing. What if that one God moment at work, at school, at the gym, at the coffee shop, transforms and changes a key person's life? God comes and he transforms this key person's life. Think of your manager at work. Think of the person you least expected at your, maybe even in your own family. If one of that moment, if, if God uses a God moment and he transforms it into a supernatural moment, this person gets saved, can you imagine the impact it will have? One God encounter with your manager at work can change a whole department. 
one God encounter with your longtime friend can change a whole family. One God opportunity at the service station or the filling station can change a whole company. We have to believe that. We have to believe that, that one opportunity can change a community. So everybody say it with me. One opportunity can change a community. So now we have the opportunity. What do we do next? We embrace it. We seize the moment. So seizing the moment, many of you would have heard the phrase called carpe diem or seize the moment. And it's a, it's a philosophical phrase that's mostly used in poetry. But we're not going to get philosophical this morning. We're just going to, what I want to take from that is, it literally means pluck the day. And pluck the day or use every available opportunity you have in this day to make the best of it. But what I want to take from that is, we have to embrace and seize every moment and every opportunity that God provides to us. Every single day. You see, we don't know that we need these God moments, but our spirits, they do long for it. And that when we connect, there's an immediate response from the Holy Spirit. An immediate response. So, partnering with the Holy Spirit is not about you, but it's about Christ in you and through you. Okay. So it's not about me, but God through me. Everybody say it. It's not me, but God through me. So for this woman who touched the fringe of Jesus' robe, instant healing took place. For the woman at the well, her life and a whole community's life was changed. A whole town came to believe in Jesus. We have to ask ourselves this morning, are we seizing or embracing everyday moments? Are we positioning ourselves, grabbing onto the opportunities that God will use us, He will use me, and He will use you in every opportunity? So I want us to before we're going to stand, an everyday God moment shouldn't be a surprise to you, but it should be a lifestyle. Okay? An everyday God moment shouldn't be a surprise to you, but it should be a lifestyle. So I want us to, to stand up because we're going to do some declarations now. We're going to do some declarations, and in that moment, I'm going to ask the, the band also to come up. And before we start that last declaration, just want to, want to add one thing. That very often we expect a God moment to be for someone else. But as I was preparing, I felt... And I felt the Holy Spirit remind me this morning that very, we, we need a God moment for ourselves first. We need to believe that we have it in us. We need to understand the God moment. So in short testimony, I broke my back last year in April. 
And I was never transported to hospital with an ambulance or anything. And I didn't even realize when I fell with a bicycle that I, that I broke my back. But I called to my wife, phoned her up, and eventually, after a few movements, I ended up in hospital. And the doctors came and they said, listen, you are, your back is broken. Your clavicle is shattered. Your, uh, there's no muscles left. And it's a miracle that you actually walk in. So I sat there, or I lied there on the ground, and, and before, before I, after I phoned my wife, I said, I said to Lord, Lord, am I going to be okay? And he reminded me of Psalm 91, and I felt this, this peace come over me. I just really felt this peace come over me as, as I felt in that moment that God has got my back. That was a God moment for me, a moment of safety moment of assurity that I am in him and when I went to the hospital into the theater room I was full of joy because I didn't even I didn't even cry when they said my back was broken I rejoiced I said thank goodness I'm gonna be okay because God said I felt in my heart that God gave me the assurance that it's gonna be all right and when I lied in that on that hospital in that theater before they gave me the um, anesthetics I again said to the Lord one last time, am I going to be all right? And being all right didn't mean that I can walk or not walk. I couldn't care. I just asked, Lord, am I going to be all right? And that peace that filled me was again a God moment. Do you see how available it is to me and you? I want us to make the following declarations. My first one says, God uses the natural. You can read it with me. God uses the natural and transforms it into the supernatural. When we step out in faith, God steps in and ignites us. God moments is a faith activator. Believe this one. I am in Him and He is through me, through the Holy Spirit. One opportunity can change the community. And every day is an opportunity because I hear the voice of God. And it's not me, but God through me. Thank you for listening. Find more on Shofar East London's podcast channel. Let's do life together.